the keys. Uh, <laughs> aside from the fact that you said you had them? But I didn't. Well, you should have. Why? Because. Why? Because. Why? Because everything is my responsibility. Is that, I mean, isn't it enough that I'm making Thanksgiving dinner for everyone? No, everyone wants a different kind of potato. So I'm making different kinds of potatoes. You know, does anybody care what kind of potatoes I want? No! No, no! Look, the door's open. Here we go. Oh, no! Well, turkey's burnt. Potatoes are ruined. Potatoes are ruined. Potatoes are ruined. <laughs> How you doing? And welcome to the podcast that'll be there for you when the rain starts to fall. It's best <laughs> film ever. My name is Ian. And I'm Georgia. Did you like that, did you? I did, yeah. I was like, That's we need something. We've done that. We, I like that. We, we used to have like, uh, Talk of the Mickey was the one that put the plus in Disney Plus. Yep. Uh, I forget what some of the other taglines have been yeah. for some of the other shows. But uh, yeah, I, I, I quite like I that. I enjoyed that. Yeah, thank you. So maybe I'll, <laughs> I can keep doing different I'll be there for you's with the different yeah, call yeah. lines as we go there. <laughs> That'll be good. Oh, um, probably, uh, we're, we're here today to cover, uh, this is our third time, this is our third episode, but we're covering season one, episode nine, the one where Underdog Gets Away. Yes. So we go, uh, but probably a good time since we're talking about I'll be there for you to say about our brilliant uh, theme music that... Uh, We've been able to get permission to use from Baltic Cow Orchestra. Yeah, so, very exciting. Yeah, they uh, they were fantastic, and uh, they kind of said, "Hey, what's your kind of pods?" Because you don't want to take advantage of someone's creativity. Or like, and when they found out we were a small podcast, they waived any sort of um, any sort of licensing sort sort of thing. Very kind of them, and, yeah. and the deal was, if, if should we be fortunate enough to blow up, <laughs> we, we can revisit this, and that's fine. Yeah. But uh, all the information for Baltic Cow Orchestra. Baltic House Orchestra is in the show notes. Go ahead. They do excellent work doing covers of all sorts of TV and film-related stuff. So if you're a cinephile or media head like us at the BFER, like we at the BFER, uh, <laughs> please go ahead. <laughs> supposed to be a bibliophile as well. But please go ahead <laughs> and uh, show them some love. Um, we, 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 I showed them some love in a, in a, like, 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 like a co-fi buy me a coffee thing. Yeah. So, uh, theirs is lined up for buy me a beer. So I think he's good for about three beers on me. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, and yeah, so if you're enjoying the music at the beginning and the end, it's a little, it's a little mellow frenzy, but it's still friends. <laughs> so there we are. Um, how you been? You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. I'm quite. Yeah, you're quite, you you're, 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 you're yawning here. Yawn. So. Yeah, no, I'm quite yeah, tired. I'm, I'm, I'm quite, and then decided yawn was the time I for couldn't, this. I, are you? I can't just stifle a yawn on cue all of the oh, time. See, this is the, I do these it are the quite skills. Frequently. These are the skills that. Uh, tr- tr- At least if wait, I need on, to sneeze, on, I can make on. it quiet. Try leading this podcast and having to be on, <laughs> and the three of you just watch me as I do it. No one goes. Should we help him? Nah, it's let's funny, not do it? that. No, it's not funny at all. <laughs> it's me going. This is the the longer. And I've had to watch you yawn, and I'm trying to stifle one in real time. Really so thank sorry. you very much for that um and but thank you more so for being here because we're here today as we said to talk about season one episode nine friends uh, welcome to friends of the podcast that's what we're calling this um our bfe uh, friends retrospective uh the one where underdog gets away so we have skipped uh one episode and we'll talk about that in a moment but this aired for the first time november 17th 1994 it's our first thanksgiving episode yay I love the Thanksgiving episodes. Yeah, me too. And I think I thought I was like, really like, oh, 
I like the Thanksgiving episodes. Not realizing that everybody loves the Thanksgiving episodes yep. <laughs> as you go for because it really became like certain things, uh, like Brooklyn Nine Nine, Halloween episodes, Halloween episodes. Yeah. Um, cheers, the ones with Gary's Old Town Tavern. It was just you'd be good for one of those a year. You, yeah. I don't think you've stumbled into those no, yet. Your Cheers either. watching. Um, and then you've got like community. It'd be like paintball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those things where you go, oh, it's this. With friends, you know if it's a Thanksgiving episode, you're getting a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Office, Christmas. Yeah. Christmas was the big one for The Office. So, yeah, um, let's go ahead and uh, take a look at this. But let's see what's going on in the real world first. I'm going to introduce you because this is, this is you, 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 you're not even thinking about being a... <laughs> being a glimmer in anybody's eye at this point november 17th 1994 no. uh almost 30 years ago yeah wow and i am not almost 30 yet no. so uh no- on this actual date november 17th 1994 sunset boulevard opened ah andrew lloyd weber yeah wins seven tony awards yeah big show uh on this same week uh the first public trains go through the channel very cool between england and france which you're by the time this airs, geez, you'll probably be just about ready to go to France. Yeah, not on the, not through the channel, not th- but we're flying. But oh, we're flying. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, but you'll be going to France. That's kind of cool. I'm so excited. Because you're going to Disney, right? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Take so many pictures, eat so many snacks. Yeah, send lots of pictures of yeah, the snacks. That'd be good. Uh, also this week, Sweden joined the EU. Oh. For what it's worth. Yeah. Yep. Um... Yeah, I don't know really what, what, uh, are we still part of the, we're not part of the European economic, I guess we're not part of the EU anymore. No, that's what no, Brexit that's what was about. Have, yeah. I was wondering if there was any sort of EEC, EU, no, no, it's just a flat out yeah, break. No, yeah. So we're no longer part of it. I'd say, I'm not sure anything's really happened. And then I think about like, like heating prices and I went, oh no, there was some stuff that definitely came into play from that. Yeah, definitely. We're definitely, we're uh, <laughs> not a political podcast, but my energy bill is definitely we're worse. Off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if someone had said, your housing, your your there's gonna be problems with uh, heating and yep. like egg production, and yep. I'm pretty sure I would have gone. That's enough of a reason. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, that's not worth it. It's even just little bits for when we're going on holiday. We're having to make sure, like you see a lot of people. Usually, if you used to be traveling in Europe, you only need three months on your passport. Okay, you now need at least six from yeah. the date of leaving. Um, and we're having to make sure we've got all the right insurance and stuff in place. And now going through the airports, you can't use the EU line. You have to use the... You have to use the longer other, line. Yeah. Other, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the number one song at this time... I should have the number one movie. I don't have that. But the number one song at this time was Boys to Men. I'll Make Love to You. If you want me to... Is it that one? Uh, I don't really know that well. That's what... I do like Boys to Men. Boys to oh, Boys to Men. This time, this was like prime Boys to Men years. Okay. Every time I think about Boys to Men, though, I get Mariah Carey's Heaven because they did like or was it One Fine Day. One Fine Day. That was it. Okay. And I know you're looking down on me from heaven. No. No. Okay. It was number one forever, but not this one. No. No. This was Boys to Men without the Mariah Carey. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's really about that. So we've skipped one episode. Yep. And it's the one where Nana dies twice. Okay. Um, the big plot thing with that one was so. However, character has been different since then. Ross got falls into the grave. Yeah. And gets muscle relaxers and professes his love for Rachel, who thinks he's just high. Yeah. 
And he's both. He's both high and professing his love. Yeah. And I remember him going, you don't get it. And he puts his head like in her lap. And she's like, what's going on? It's because he's really good. <laughs> being really honest. It's, the, like, it's liquid courage times five, right? <laughs> to be fair, I was going back through my phone the other day because I was checking through like photos and videos and getting rid of large things on there because I wanted to make sure I had enough space for taking pictures on holiday ah, on my phone and stuff. I have, see, I have the iPhone Pro Max 13 with as big a memory as you can get. I don't think that thing. I always save it, but then they make the photos so big it'll happen but i don't think i'm ever gonna fill that thing up yeah no mine is quite close to full and it um but i so i was looking and i found the videos from what do you remember when i sent you <laughs> you and the guys video when i had my finger like nail sorted out and they'd given me like drugs to make me high <laughs> i don't remember the video no. <laughs> but i was watching him back and i was probably quite similar to how he is yeah. in that episode <laughs> I just wanted to imagine just like listing because I remember I recorded myself in A&E because it was COVID times. Uh, for people in North America, A&E would be our emergency room. Yeah, accident and emergency. Um, and I was, yeah, I was just, I was recording it because they were telling me things that I needed to remember and I knew I wouldn't remember them. Right. So I videoed myself whilst they were telling me these things. And these, I, yeah, I'm as high as a kite <laughs> on whatever it was they gave me. It was really quite funny. should post that to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's do a deep dive. Could I be any more excited? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm quite excited, at least looking at it before we started watching it. So I do, I do this part before we watch. Yeah. Uh, written by Jeff Greenstein and Jeff Strauss, who we've already reviewed one of their episodes. What are the odds of that? Yeah. We reviewed the one. It was the first episode, the one with the East German laundry detergent. Okay. It's the same. And I really like that episode as far as like characters' journeys and stuff yeah, like yeah. that and things being metaphorically meaning something and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by James Burroughs. Ah, so the, as in Burroughs, Charles Burroughs. Yeah, as Charles Burroughs, Charles. As in the guy who directed last week's episode that we did. But are they the people that, are, that come up the? Yeah, Burroughs, Charles Burroughs. But yeah. yeah, James Burroughs directed all the episodes of Cheers. I think bar like one, yeah. or maybe he did all of them. I don't know. But he also directed um, uh, the one with the blackout. Okay. So yeah, it's our second straight James Burroughs episode. That's good. That is good. Uh, so let me say, November 17th, 1994, we have a cold open, and uh, we're in Central Perk, and Rachel asks Terry for a $100 advance on her salary because she wants to join her family in Vail. Vail is a ski resort in Colorado. Okay, so it's, this is Terry. He has no surname. He's never given one. Um, he's only in two episodes and epi- and mentioned in one further one. Yeah, um, it's Max Wright. Max Wright used to be the dad on ALF. And I'm just making sure here. Um, I think there was an urban legend that something uh, something was... Uh, <laughs> I've just Googled something. And there's all sorts of crazy stuff about Max Wright's oh. uh, life and what happened to him. Um, yeah, it's it's a shame. It's a shame. Uh, I'll put it there. If you want to go ahead and look it up, go ahead and look it up. But yeah, he very quickly gets sort of out. And I guess the storyline thing is you can just imagine he retires or he moves on to another job. Yeah, it says the the only other he's he's supposed to be the owner of Central Perk. And the only other episode he's in is the one with the baby on the bus. Yep. Um, Rachel asks him for a $100 advance. Uh, He says, you're a terrible waitress. And she goes, no, I'm a good waitress. Look, does anybody need coffee? And everybody's hand goes up. And she goes, oh. And a couple things. Number one, you thought the woman on the couch looked incredibly like um, Shelley Long. Yeah. Number two, there are people actually on the friend's couch. Yeah. That was kind of weird because usually it's got like the reserve sign and that's the explanation (laughs) for it, isn't it? 
Uh, speaking of that couch, though, and of that table location, in our very first episode, <laughs> we had a disagreement because there was a second table in the shot. Yeah. And we said, are they parallel or perpendicular? And I believe you, obviously alphabetically, I took the side of parallel. Yeah. You took the side of perpendicular. And just before we went on, we went ahead and went all the way back and looked at it, and the verdict was? It is parallel. It is parallel. <laughs> so I don't know if it's the right button. Let's hope it is. Acknowledge me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Not just for BFE main reviews. We'll push that whenever is appropriate. You'll push that whenever it's appropriate. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so there we go. Um, and uh, for some reason, that, that counted, though, was enough of a joke to take us to the credits. Yeah. Like, that was it. Yeah. We're going to ask who needs coffee. And it seems weird. Like, of all the coffee, we talked about coffee houses before. Is that how coffee shops in America culture, work? Or do you, do you not don't, go in? I don't think so. I think it's you go to the counter because yeah. we talked about, um, in the last episode, no, no, no sorry, in the one where um, the East Island German laundry detergent, mm-hmm. that uh, Joey's ex-girlfriend walks to the counter and gets served. Now, I guess the theory is you can get both here. Yeah. But that seems weird. Because she does walk around with like a notepad as well and takes well, orders. She does, yeah. She, so, and and she's, she's called a waitress. That's right. Yeah. I don't know then. It's weird. That's, I've never been to a coffee house where... It's like some. It's like I've a, been to a, cafe, like a it, restaurant it, and a cafe. It's very yeah. close to a, to, a, to a European cafe as opposed yeah. to... But, but they call it a coffee house. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think... I, if you're in North America and you are able to sit down at a uh, table in a coffee house and just get table service, let us know. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Uh, uh, yeah, it's something I'm familiar with. But that was enough of a joke, and it didn't strike me as a very good one. But here we are, <laughs> off to the credits, and then we come back from the credits, and we're back in Central Park. And Rachel's continuing the joke from the start. So the only thing I can think, no, because they, they change, it's a shift in time. Yeah, I guess it was always planned to be the cold open. Yeah. But Rachel wants an advance on her tips, and she's harassing customers. Surely she's fired for this. You'd think so. Or reprimanded. Yeah. Like, I know she's a terrible waitress, and that's part of the joke, but you can't just... Ask people for money. You can't just, like, re- like go up to people and say, give me money. I mean, yeah. this is like the original crowdfunding. You know what I mean? <laughs> you should have got a Patreon, Rachel. That's what you should have done. <laughs> um, Monica says, because uh, she's there now, the whole gang's there now, uh, Rachel's doing a countdown with money, ninety-eight fifty to go, and then she can buy her ticket. Yeah. Now, this is back in the days. So you'd have to go to a travel agent. Yeah. Like, it's not like you just go on your phone and you book your yeah, ticket yeah. now. So, like, she's also up against, like, a time crunch. Yeah. But 98.50 to go. Uh, Monica says to Ross that the parents are going to Puerto Rico for Thanksgiving. Uh, we would have met the parents last episode. Uh, okay, yeah. So, we do miss the debut of Jack and, um, oh, what's the mom's name? Jack and whatever her name I is. I yeah. Judy? Judy? Judy sounds right. Jack and Judy. There yeah, it is. I think so. Jack and Judy Geller. Um, this is a great line where I remember they're watching football on this little mini TV. I think that Joey smuggled in mm-hmm. and, um, it's, I believe it's Judy's mom who's died Yeah, and they lose the game. Whoever's they're cheering for the giants, I guess. And you just hear Jack Keller go, well, now I'm really depressed. <laughs> just a little bonus moment there. Um, and so Ross doesn't handle the idea well, that they're going to Puerto Rico for Thanksgiving. He's wearing a waistcoat. Yeah. Chandler would wear waistcoats. Yeah, they've not quite figured out the... It looked really strange on Ross. I think Joey's fashion's really good in this episode. 
Joey Joey's good with sweaters. You can do a lot with Joey in his yeah. sweaters, and his hair's on point. His hair's really good. In his hair's episode, really yeah. good. I often think about like when the, the pilot, like Joey's hair is terrible, but but no, in this, it, it, the whole season one, his hair's been really really strong. Yeah, um, and he comes in. And he's wearing makeup. And we can remember the scene when it's what hasn't aged well. Because here we go. And he goes, that's right. I'm now Joey Tribbiani, actor slash model. To which point Chandler Bing goes, I'm thinking more now as Joey Tribbiani, man slash woman. Yeah. Which wouldn't fit in with modern... we wouldn't be so quick to, well, we, we, we live in, in a non-binary world, so, yeah. and the rules are different. Men can wear makeup, and girls don't have to wear makeup, but it's not the lack of makeup, it's not that he's wearing it, yeah, and yeah. it just feels like, it's, 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 it's bordering on homophobia. A little bit, yeah. Which, you know, 90 sitcoms were not exactly um, so still afraid for, to do. For a 90 sitcom, it could have been, that joke could have been a lot worse. No, and it would be a lot worse. If you yeah. go to, I mean, if you go to Family Guy or if you go to that 70s show, which I'm hoping to do, if you're out there, I'm hoping to do a uh, see it or skip it on the first episode. It's kind of a see it or skip it and half a clear for takeoff on that 90s show. But I need someone who's seen, because I don't think you've seen that 70s show, no. have you? So I'm hoping that Ethan probably has. Probably. And I'm hoping he and I can do that. Uh, if not, I may be reaching out into the great white yonder. So if you're out there, um, go ahead and give us a, uh, uh, I, may, I may be reaching out for someone out there in the podcast world to come help me <laughs> with a theater skip it. So there we go. Now we're moving back on. And uh, Joey's hoping he's going to be on some advert for, I guess it was the Board of Health or something like that, who do promotional posters. Yeah. And it's uh, kind of, I think it's supposed to raise awareness. Yeah, yeah. And so they kind of, you know, lupus is up for grabs, we hear. And the joke from Chandler is, I hope you get it, man. And so it's, yeah. you know, uh, a nice pun, I suppose. Uh, Monica volunteers then to host Thanksgiving dinner, and uh, Ross wants lumpy potatoes then as a result. And she tries to explain, you're not supposed to have lumps, but <laughs> but these are things that kind of make you, you know, there are things that remind you of your childhood. Yeah. It's not about the fact that the potatoes are, are perfect, but the fact that the potatoes are, in this case, the potatoes are, are, are what you remember from home. Yeah. So you don't do Thanksgiving in this country. No. No. Um, My I've, favorite thing is seeing Americans and them asking why we don't do Thanksgiving in this country. Yeah. Like, do you know the history of your, your own celebration? <laughs> I mean, it's, it, yeah. It's a, I mean, Canada's got one as well. Canadian Thanksgiving six weeks earlier. I mean, it's a nice idea, but it, it's got to happen organically, and there's no organic way for it to sort of happen in the UK. No. Because, You'd all kind of thumb your nose at it if you tried to force it. Yeah, and also, yeah. also we're not, we don't have anything that, for the most part, when we've taken over things, we've then have to give them back quite quickly. Yeah. Well, or like, what do you mean? We've, like, we've not been, we've been the ones doing the oppressing. So, <laughs> right, as but, a nation, like in the past. Okay, so I, I think if you look don't at, have to, we don't have the freedom celebration that a lot right. of places have as well. I think Thanksgiving's not about Thanksgiving's not about not about freedom from from British rule. No, no, I know, but a lot of places for a lot of places other than america that have a yeah. sort of thanksgiving day that is what it is yeah i mean it's really about being able to survive the first winter and you know the i believe it typically happens in canada we don't do nearly we don't we don't do celebrations and stuff in the states yeah. the pageantry is there and i believe it's about the aboriginal community helping the the pilgrim settlers yeah. make it to the first which i'm, I'm sure some things that haven't aged well i mean geez yeah but um yeah, uh, I went to an American Thanksgiving once uh, when I was living in Phoenix, Arizona for a year. Uh, there was no point. Was going, like, they called me Canada. Like, Canada, are you going home for Thanksgiving? And I was like, our Thanksgiving was like six weeks ago, man. Like, I'd be going home for Thursday. 
Yeah. Is, is what I'm going home yeah, for. Yeah. It's like, you know, happy Thursday to me. Yeah, that's how yeah. it would be. <laughs> so I got invited, which is, you still felt that everybody was going and doing something. So there was a little bit of you. But, but a friend of mine invited myself and one of my roommates um, who was from Boston. So he didn't, I guess he wasn't going to fly across the uh, country for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and invited us to, to, to his place. He was a couple hours out of the city. And so we went and it was like the biggest Thanksgiving thing I've ever seen. Uh, two turkeys were made. Wow. And all we did was just eat for like four straight days. Like it really is. Like it's wonderful. Uh, I mean, definitely over the top, but it's wonderful. Yeah. And so I've got fond memories of American Thanksgiving. Canadian Thanksgiving is a bit more subtle because, you know, like, like anything that we do and the Americans do, the Canadian version is typically more subtle, <laughs> less bombastic, if you will. Smaller. <laughs> I mean, turkey's probably still cooked. Yeah. And uh, there's memories. I'm just wondering from your perspective, are there, is there a dish? That maybe if it's hard because you, you haven't really fully moved out, but is there a dish that when you move out that sort of happens on like family meals that you're like I will be nostalgic for that? I uh, I was a bit the thought of it made me a bit sad this Christmas Eve because I was elfing this Christmas Eve. Okay, um, so I didn't get to have ham egg and chips at lunchtime with everyone. Handmade chips, ham egg and chips. Oh, ham egg and chips. Yeah. Um, but I had some, I had some when I got home in the evening. I just didn't eat it with them, but I was still with them because they were downstairs in the evening. So it didn't really bother me massively, but I mean, I'm not, yeah, no, I'm not that way inclined. I'm not that sort of a, um, I'm not a home bird as it were for someone who still lives at home. My stepdad, he's, uh, he's, he's typically been the, the guy who cooks and he's the kind of guy who makes mashed potatoes, but there's like no milk in it. It's just, it's very, yeah, dry, dusty potato, but yeah. I kind of miss dry, dusty potato. Now, now we'd have gravy and stuff to sort of help soak up the moisture yeah. and give it something. So it was a little bit of me that comes to that. His, his stuffing's about 50%, like 50% of the time it's brilliant, 50% of the time it's terrible. But, uh, but the times that he nails it, it's really, really good. And then I guess my mom, um, which was live, uh, I would go with, when, when, when she would cook, it's been quite a while since she would, um, Yorkshire pudding, she'd, she'd make it in a pan though, so it'd be like one big Yorkshire pudding. Right, okay. And we'd just slice like, it up. Like a toad in the hole rather than. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. like, like, we didn't do toad in the hole, but yeah, yeah. kind of like, I've learned here now, kind of like a, a, the, the, the foundation for a toad in the hole. Yeah. Um, and that was good. And then even still this Christmas, I bought a cranberry sauce and put it on the table because mom was the only one who ever ate cranberry sauce and she'd buy one every year and go, Oh, what? No one likes cranberry sauce but me? Like, That's right, Mom. Nobody likes cranberry <laughs> sauce but you. Remember this for next year. And it's probably part of the pageantry of Christmas itself was Mom complaining that no one else, it was a waste of money because she bought cranberry sauce for everybody. <laughs> and it was like, Mom, just because you bought it already does not mean we're all obligated to have that thing. Yeah. So there was that. Uh, so those are sort of things that so I just wanted to share a little bit about, about Thanksgiving and food and all that sort of stuff. So, so if I only one year in my life so far we have ever not been at home with mum cooking for christmas day okay um it was a few years ago we went to my aunt's and but my uncle is an amazing cook and did three different birds i think and a beef joint and everything all of the trimmings you could possibly ask for and it was us and my cousins and our grandparents and it, so it was quite a lot of us that were there so it was it was really nice yeah it was, so it was different but it wasn't it what didn't feel bad different because it was so like spectacular yeah i do a little christmas thing myself and uh yeah it's all right i don't do turkey because it's 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 a small thing so i don't like turkey yeah well um i'm not not big on turkey either but it seems to be a tradition that people do isn't it i don't think many people actually like turkey it's just the it's just the convention yeah yeah um but i like all the fixings i like roast potatoes i like yorkshire pudding i like 
I'm kind of off the store bought stuff in. I may have to figure something out for for, for my go next year because yeah, it's not working. But <laughs> let's move back on to this because we find out that Chandler, unlike us, is boycotting. Well, unlike me, I guess, is boycotting all the Pilgrim holidays. Yep. And it's the. I love how they just let it. Again, it felt very Charles Burroughs. Yeah. Let it sit here, and we're gonna pay it off later. Yeah, yeah. But we've gonna make you go. Wait, what? <laughs> Surely that's just a that's just a joke, and we're gonna no. There's a reason for it. Uh, Phoebe is coming because it turns out she's celebrating Thanksgiving on a lunar calendar, so she's free Thursday because <laughs> her Thanksgiving will be in December. And Rachel is now up to one hundred and two dollars left to go because she broke a cup. Yeah. And we go to Susan and Carol's house, and we meet Susan, played by Jessica Hecht. I imagine uh, I don't know if you looked up any of the sort of notes. Is this her? This feels like it's her premiere. I don't think so okay it didn't come up with it but we it was we ha- um, i don't think we've run into her yet maybe i'm wrong would she not have been in the one with the sonogram oh she might have been hang on the sonogram is that with the old it's with the old carol this is the first new carol Ooh. oh is this the first new carol this is the first new so carol maybe, okay so maybe it is maybe it is susan in that one you're right okay um anyway played by jessica hecht whose hair is amazing in this episode I wish my hair was like that. <laughs> it's amazing hair. I mean, it's getting closer to that each time I wash it at the moment. But yeah, I think she also does. She's she's kicking about and sort of does a spin on most ninety sitcoms at this point. But probably we know her best for being Susan. I think Susan Bunch is her name. Something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it turns out they have a lot of books about being a lesbian. To which Susan says, "You have to take a course." Otherwise, and they gives won't it a beat. Because <laughs> otherwise, they won't let you do it. That felt Jerry James Burroughs because it was two levels Very deep. Funny. Two levels deep. Um, It turns out we find out Susan is reading to the baby. Uh, This makes Ross kind of laugh at it a bit, Mm -hmm. but also get a bit territorial about it. And he goes, do you ever talk about me? And they go, yeah, we call you Bobo the sperm guy. (laughs) I don't think that's a shot. I think that. No, that's just a joke. Do you don't think they really call him that? Because I think they do. No, I don't think they do. Really? No. I think a lot of what we see here. Uh, what was the name of the show? It came on Netflix. It was about two old ladies who find out that their husbands are gay. Right. And they're in a relationship together. And they go ahead and uh, very early on, um, the children start asking, why are we okay with this? Because they've both had an affair. Yeah. And if it was a, if it was a traditional heteronormative affair, yeah, we would be outraged. But because they're coming out and living their truth, we're applauding them for it. But they've hurt people. Yeah. Hurt people who they've been lying to for years and who deserved better than this. I think Susan and Carol. I think Susan and Carol should have. I think I think it's been way too easy for them. Well, do we know that she was cheating on Ross at all? Uh, she. Uh, if you go. Uh, we, we find out eventually. We find out that she's been going. It's one of the flashback episodes. Right. Um, where there's that. And I think, oh, I'm trying to remember if it's a fantasy episode. I don't think it's a fantasy. I think it's an actual episode, a flashback episode. I could be wrong. But there's definitely a lot of references to my friend Carol at the gym, my friend Carol at the gym, my friend Carol at the gym. Right. So smart, so whatever. So there's clearly an emotional, if not a physical affair that takes place. Right. And remember, his wife in the pilot has just left him. Yeah. And in the sports of, she's pregnant now, just a couple of months, and, and Susan's there. 
Okay, like that yeah. feels like a very, they were married. You know what I mean? Like yeah, this feels yeah. like a very quick turnaround. So I think there was an affair of some sort. And I think Susan and Carol have got to be the whole tee hee 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 hee. We're a happy couple and you're Bobo the sperm guy. And I think it's a little cruel on Ross. I, yeah, I, I came to me, it came across as a joke. Yeah, that they, just, a they don't actually talk to him, uh, talk, call him that behind his back. You think she's winding him up? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I'm taking her at face value, but maybe, but, but I could oh, be wrong. She look. She's incredibly sarcastic. She's okay. like like Chandler as a as a female. Chandler. <laughs> uh, it's okay because all the British people in the in the uh, British episodes, which we'll have to cover, we'll have to cover. I think we do anyway. The London. Yeah. I think I've got it on the list the London episodes. But if how could we not? Um. So he leaves without the skull he came over for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why he, Carol's got a skull? I'm sure he explained it, but I have no idea. Apparently, it's the first uh, notion we get that she's a teacher. Like well, Carol's a teacher, apparently so. Oh, okay, don't pay that off. The rest of the, the rest of the <laughs> thing, I don't think so. Uh, back to Monica's place, and Phoebe tells Ross to put his head inside the turkey to simulate if the baby can hear. This is interesting because, of course, they'll pay this off later. Yeah, yeah. Monica will put the turkey on her head in the womb of all the Thanksgivings. Yeah. Yeah. See, look at me. I, you, you got your, you got your, your, oh, yeah, your eyes lit up and I went, oh, I got this one. Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, Rachel comes in. She hasn't made her money. She won't get to go to Vail, but Monica gives her the mail. Yeah. <laughs> and it takes three efforts to give her the mail because, you know, this is how you actually used to get stuff back in the day. <laughs> And she's uh, finally, she smacks her on the head with an envelope and it's got $100 in it. And everybody's chipped in so she can go to Vail for 100 bucks. So uh, it's not a bad price for a, a flight, I don't think, at that point. No. A channel comes in with his stuff, tomato soup, grilled cheese, and a big bag of Funyuns. <laughs> Oh, you, it's because you just suddenly oh my do word. it. You give yeah, no warning. Yeah. I don't have how, something how, ready how to I, go. How am I supposed to warn you? What is a Funyun? I've always wondered what Funyuns are. Could you explain Funyuns me? Funyuns are just onion rings, aren't they? No, but you could. Okay, I like Funyuns. <laughs> we don't have name brand Funyuns. There's all sorts of places you could go. Oh, I didn't. You give no warning. Well, you when just I yawn. Hang on, hang on. When I yawn, I don't have like five seconds of like build-up time, nor can I go... I can't tell you in the mic. Apologies, everybody. I can't tell you in the mic. I'm about to yawn, or else there's no point to it. I'm just throwing to you to go. When I throw it, I tell you this much: Liam's getting better at it. I throw to Liam. I did the. I did it when we were doing the episode last week. He went on forever. I, with a few seconds, I can, but a yawn doesn't take very long. No, there we are. And also, you absolutely do get warning that you're about to yawn. How am I supposed to express that to you? Oh, come on, that's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> See, you threw to me. I, I had something ready to go. Um, let's yeah, talk here. I gave you a hand oh, that's signal. Exactly, I gave you a hand signal. You did I'm not. about to give you a different hand you signal to keep this up. <laughs> uh, we get the backstory of why Chandler hates Thanksgiving. And oh, it's dear. this is something that will have the, the cartoonness turned up a little bit mm-hmm. as we go on because the fact that his father is gay is not included in this version of the story. No. But it will be. Right. But at this point, we just get that Chandler has a mouthful of pumpkin pie, and this is where his parents decide to tell him. They're getting a divorce. They're getting a divorce. And um, and so he says it's hard to enjoy Christmas, Thanksgiving dinner once you've seen it in reverse. Now, Chandler will get over his Thanksgiving dinner aversion, mm-hmm. which was a shame because I, I quite liked it. It's one of those things that, like some things you have to get rid of, like Ross and the monkey for flippity dippity sake. That was stupid. <laughs> We've not even got to the monkey no. yet. <laughs> so when Ross, so that's one that we will have to deal with. However, um, the idea that Chandler hates Thanksgivings, as you've yawned now off, Mike, and it's, it's yep. all I can think about. I chose a second. What you would? I, what you would? You talking. chose a second to yawn. Yeah, 
It did. You Brutal. can control slightly when you're yawning. Brutal. Get out there, folks. Let me know. Let me know. Can you? How much can you control when you yawn? Um, Hang on. You were arguing. We, we flipped the switch because when I yawned right at the beginning, you were telling me. I, I'm pretty sure I was arguing that you don't have much control over when you yawn, and now I'm arguing the opposite. But I don't really know what's going on with yawning today. Yeah. Probably um, because I am tired because I'm yawning. So we go, and uh, now we're at the subway, and Joey has met a very pretty woman in a beret. And she's, I'll tell you what really struck me about this, mm. besides the fact that she looked like she was from Paris and was gorgeous, was um, the fact that she seemed scared. Yeah. Because Joey comes up and starts talking to her. And usually sitcoms would, would have played this a lot more like, um, hey, how are you? Yeah. Oh, wow. But a, a man comes up to her in the subway and she's scared, which is a much more realistic presentation. Yeah. But something I was not expecting in 1994. <laughs> So uh, she's charmed pretty quickly because he says that she's the best in the business because they were both um, perfume sprayers at Macy's. Yeah. Well, he's obviously, she's obviously recognized him, which is what calms her down. Once he goes, Aramis, Aramis, she goes, <laughs> oh, I know who you are. <laughs> and uh, she said, you're the best. You know when to spritz. You know when to hold back. <laughs> and he goes, what are you wearing now? And she goes, Nothing. <laughs> Which, of course, has sexual intonations, which Joey's 100% on board for. He invites her for a drink, and she seems like he's about to go for it. Then she looks off camera and changes her mind very much and says, I have to do something else. He asks what? She says, leave. And then he turns around, and the poster says, what Mario isn't telling you, (laughs) venereal disease, VD (laughs) on the poster. Now, here's the thing. I think a reasonable human being would go, He's a model for a picture. It's just yeah. a headshot. You can put you can put anything on there. It's like people that model for stock images. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't I don't believe that people would be this media illiterate. No, absolutely yeah. not. So there's a montage to Sting and the Police's "Don't Stand So Close to Me," which is actually a really good <laughs> one. Funny. Friends wouldn't use licensed music a whole lot, but they I did. Just say this, they this did, felt out almost they, out of place. They do it, early. They yeah. do in the first couple seasons. But yeah, because after a while, like they're the ones who need the favor right now. Yeah, in, a, in about a year, yeah. two years max, they'll be doing someone else a favor if they bring your song on. Yep. So I'm trying to remember. I had a, a best of friends CD right. with the music from the first season or two of Friends. Yeah, that's how I know that that grab a spoon bit so well. We did a while back because uh, it was okay. a sound clip on the CD. <laughs> they kept coming back to like sound bites from yeah. various episodes. But, like, almost every major song that was used was uh, on that soundtrack. Yeah. But I don't remember this. Oh, okay. So just a little bit interesting thing. Um, and so uh, the montage, uh, there's a weird camera angle inside that troll perk. Um, and kind of looks like that that shot from the cards from the opening where I went, that's not a natural shot from an episode. Uh, we... <laughs> They all laugh at Joey. Now, I guess they find it funny, mm-hmm. but how long would you sit there and just laugh, laugh nonstop? Because he, he's they're laughing before he comes into the room. Like, like at best, you'd be at five minutes yeah. of solid laughing before you're like, okay, we're ready to go. And they're not, they don't see him and start laughing. No. They're laughing when Already. he enters, yeah, yeah. organically laughing. And he happens to oh, I guess you all saw it. Yeah. And then Phoebe has a fun line about, you know what they say about laughter being infectious. Yeah. They said the same thing about yawning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what that is? No. People seem to think yawning is infectious because a, when a brain sees another human yawning, you, what you, what yawning actually is, is in taking more oxygen because you're tired. So your brain's trying to keep you awake by taking in more oxygen. So look, I'm going to cover your yawn now. Look, yep. because you were already the, talking. That's not <laughs> <a help. laughs> um, because the, basically, if you see someone else yawn, your brain goes, 
hang on, we need to take in more oxygen as well. Right. So you go on as well. There you go, folks. Oh, Something you didn't realise you needed to know today. Well, there you go. Uh, what Georgia is telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Useless facts and information. Uh, Joey's family won't let him go to Thanksgiving because he has VD. First off, I know it's just a plot point. Worst family ever. Yeah. Because A, to go, my name's not Mario, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> so if that's not true, probably most of the poster ain't true. <laughs> but secondly, to go, let's say he had syphilis. Yeah. You're not going to catch syphilis sitting around the dining room table. <laughs> nope. I've never had syphilis, but I would have no problems with from syphilis sat down for dinner. No. No. I might not want, might, 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 might not want to share a shower or something like that. Yeah. But outside of that, I think I'm pretty good. Yep. Um, so he's going to come over for dinner as well, well tonight is- on a very special Blossom. Did you get that reference? Blossom? Yes. So Chandler looks at him. He goes, my family won't let me come to Thanksgiving because I have VD. And then Chandler goes, tonight on a very special Blossom. No. So Blossom was a television show also on NBC. Right. Starring Maxim Bialik, who you might know better as Amy Farrah Fowler. Oh, okay. So she was, this was her first show that she does right and then she disappears for years and goes to harvard and yada 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 and they name drop her on big bang theory and they say you know i remember raj i think it's the one who says you know who's apparently very clever is um and he goes um the girl who plays tv's blossom Mm -hmm. and then later on she of course becomes like a key member of the cast so just really kind of interesting to sort of how it comes (laughs) in so this was it predates friends which is a really interesting thing yeah yeah. so that friends is referencing her not the other way around right uh, it would only last like I don't know three three seasons. It was a bit we. I don't, it was we. I think it would have played better today because it's about this quirky girl. She's not your typically Disney Channel beautiful kind of girl. She was it was Amy Farrah Fowler, but but yeah. younger and like a hippie. Yeah. But yeah, it was, and then her story of of uh, a single dad raising her and her two brothers, both of whom were older. Yeah, it sounds more modern than it obviously was. And the one brother was like a recovering alcoholic or, 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 or drug user. Right. And the other brother was uh, kind of like Joey Tribbiani. <laughs> he was like, whoa. That was his big catchphrase. Whoa. <laughs> um, so, um, but it was moderately successful and ran okay. But it would have done much better today, actually, come to think of it. Yeah. Um, there's, the, there's the legacy sequel. I want to see Netflix. Blossom. Forget 90s show. Blossom. Whatever happened to her, I want to <laughs> I wanna know. Um <laughs> So, um, call we, it petal. There we go. We cut back to Thanksgiving Day now, and there's a post in in the apartment blocking the camera. It's there. Mm-hmm. That post like comes and goes whenever they want it to be there. <laughs> I don't think it's there all the time. I think it's only there for when they they want it for some reason. Probably. Oh, brutal. Uh, the apartment number is number twenty. That's significant because earlier in the season it's number five. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Phoebe plays a game of pumpkin pie. Yep, and like swimmies it underneath Chandler's nose. Kind of zoom, and he gets a bit of a laugh. Because we all laugh and did it with the stuffing, but now it's not funny. And that's, that's all right. That's yep. an all right joke. Because Chandler has to keep actually physically half in the room, half out of the room while this is happening, <laughs> which was a fun way to do it. Joey mentions he wants tater tots rather than potatoes what with lumps. A tater tot. Like a tater tot is like a little potato pillow it's almost like a hash brown okay either way it's like some is it like fried mashed potato yeah like in a little square cube yeah, yeah basically i think okay. so yeah 
And so that's why he says you get a little bit of turkey, you get a little bit of top. You can also do it with mashed potato, Joey. Like you can get a little bit of mashed potato and yeah. put a little bit of turkey and a little bit of gravy yeah. on it. All at once that works too. But then he goes, you know, I just wanted it to be like home since I can't go home because of my, my disease. disease. <laughs> and so his real guilt trip over his fake disease yeah. works. Uh, and she agrees to do that. But Phoebe's already whipped the potatoes and wants peas mm. and onions put in them. So Monica's going to make three types of potatoes. Yeah. Here's my question. But none of them were roast potatoes. Yeah. That was that. That's just wrong. Here, here's my question. Is Phoebe vegetarian yet? Uh, she doesn't mention it. because don't think Because so. otherwise you could have played the trump card. Why do I want potatoes with peas and onions? Because I don't eat anything else you guys are having. Yeah, I can't have the gravy. I probably can't have the stuffing, depending on what's in it. Yeah. I can't have the uh, turkey. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, this is the thing I can have. Yeah, but doesn't get mentioned. No, I imagine she's probably not yet. Then Rachel's about to leave, and I was listening for this when Chandler says the b- underdog, the balloon, is left. You know, mm-hmm. you can go skiing anytime, but how often does an eighty-foot giant balloon get, get fly away? Because of course they have the Macy's Thanksgiving Day yeah. Parade, and Joey says almost never. And as they run out, I hear Monica say. Got the keys as a question. I think it's purposely because oh, I was listening. Oh, it's purposely, it. it's purposely ambiguous. ambiguous yeah. yeah. Now that being said, still the stupidest thing in the history. Like you've never had to it's, leave in a hurry. Yeah, it's just stupid. But also, and why do they have a self-locking door? This makes no sense. It's not self-locking it any other time. It wasn't know. self-locking yeah. two minutes ago when Chandler was able to let himself back in. That's a good point. Without yeah. a key. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, we, we would say on, on the BFE movie's got a movie, but this is more yeah. like sitcoms got a sitcom. Yep. Um, so, uh, we go to Carol's place. Ross doesn't know where to talk, but postures there might be a location with an acoustic <laughs> advantage. This is funny. That is funny. This is funny. It's it's not too often you got a a, a joke as maybe you could argue as dirty as this yeah. that that makes it through, or that friends would 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 try at least at, at least at this point. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah, because you could go okay, okay, fair enough. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. My, but one of my favorite things about it though. And why I don't dislike Carol is because the way she then she she finds that really quite funny. Yeah, but still, just talk to the bump. Yeah, like yeah. but she plays it off, but doesn't get like upset with him. She's obviously finds. No, it quite it's funny. nice. They seem to have a, 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 a more of a civil relationship, bordering on friendly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, maybe that's easier, or it's played off as being easier if the person she has an affair with isn't a man, and you don't get all caveman about it. Yeah. If it had been Paolo, how would he have handled it? Differently. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Right. Um, speaking of which, I think Paolo is still kind of on the back burner. I think so. Okay. I don't think he's around in the other, in in the previous episode at all. It's it's all about the funeral. Sorry. Pippin just woke up and like looked up at the cushion off of me, but his tongue was still like half out of his mouth and his eyes were still half shut and he looked really funny. Um, and so, um, we find out and she goes, look, you don't have to do it just because susan does it because he thinks it's too weird to do it yeah and he goes hello baby and it, we do get the idea that there's some adversarial feelings i quite like that i quite like the idea yeah. of it he and susan can't get on uh it'll come to a, a head and i think we're, we're reviewing the episode where i mean i don't want to because i hate episodes where people give birth but they seem to be important episodes in like sitcoms yeah because they usually mark a massive change in the sitcom not this one. Not this uh, one. But. but 
the one advantage of compartmentalizing yeah. the, the offspring. Uh, actually, years later when they have their own, it still didn't really seem to affect the sitcom that much. So, um, but the back to Monica's place and everyone's waiting for Monica to open the door, but we find out the got the keys, got the keys confusion. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you what, if I'm Rachel mm-hmm. and I'm going to leave, I am making sure all my stuff is with me so I can leave right from the roof. Yep. Or I'm going to put my stuff in the corridor and go, I'll grab it on the way back down. Yeah. But something, I'm not putting myself in this situation. Um, yeah, I also think we know there's a super in the building. I don't care if it's Thanksgiving or not. Someone's got to have a, key. a master key somewhere. Yeah. Uh, back to Susan and Carol's. Uh, we find out that Ross picked anthropology on a dare. Although there's flashbacks where he's always been interested in like fossils Interested and stuff, in dinosaurs, so, but, yeah. but, but to pick it as a career. Yeah. Uh, he then sings the monkeys to the baby because, yeah. you know, Susan does it or Susan comes in and he, yeah, yeah, so. And then it kicks. And this is a big moment and the three of them get together. Uh, Ross does slap her hand away from, from the, the, the belly bump. Oh, she just puts it back on. She puts it back on at a higher angle and I'm okay with that. I just don't want Ross being compartmentalized out, which which will happen because they argue that, that Ben's surname should be Willick Bunch. Mm-hmm. and not Geller. And that's what I'm talking about, is the idea that Ross Ross is Bobo the sperm guy. Yeah. So I'm back on this again. But yeah, there is this thing where they kind of try to pretend it's the three of them, and Ross, they kind of try to, try to edge Ross out. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a little bit I'm a little bit territorial with my boy Ross here. Not very often he's my boy, but he's my boy today. But that, but this this wasn't that. This was no, him slapping this was her all, away. This was all right. Yeah, it was She pl- didn't slap him away. Well, she went to put her hand, I don't know if I'm Ross if I want her hand on my hand. It wasn't on his hand, it was next to it. Okay. It was played for a laugh, so I'm going to take it as a laugh. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, point taken. Yeah. Um, and so he keeps singing, and it is a funny one where he goes, hey, hey, you're my baby. Uh, hey, oh, hey, hey, I'm your daddy. I'm the one without any breasts, which is a funny <laughs> enough line. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you've got breasts, Ross. They're just not as full. Yeah. 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 Um, back to the corridor. Chandler is penalized for being funny. I mean, there's a bit Chandler about reading the room. And I think I'm getting better at that as I age. But, uh, yeah, Rachel does not want to hear the uh, the jokes here. And Monica has a meltdown over the stress and the disappointments of cooking people's dinner. And Chandler, like, she starts freaking out. And he goes, okay, Monica, only dogs can hear you now. I know there's the temptation of we need a joke here. Yeah. But I don't even think she, Matthew Perry saves this one. I'm like, no. No, it's, it's, it's a very real human moment here. You could easily just gone, okay, doors open. Yep. And just let that sit. Yeah. Because it doesn't work. No. Because I think a lot of people could probably identify with that. And there's a lot of me that goes out with Monica this one. And I don't know if I ever did before this time of watching it where I'm going, she's worked damn hard. Yeah. To try and make everybody else's day better. Yeah. And we'll talk about that again in just a few seconds. But um, they have the, I will say this, they have the most smoke-proof front door ever. Yeah. When they're in the hallway... <laughs> nothing's Nothing. made it through but you go in and it's thick and there's yeah. no smoke alarm going off no. so they really should look into that because we know that this universe has smoke alarms because phoebe has a problem with one in about seven years <laughs> uh, the turkey is burnt the potatoes are ruined the potatoes are ruined the, the potatoes, potatoes are ruined, ruined. Uh, i would argue a turkey's probably not burnt no probably dry yeah but the potatoes would be ruined sure uh, how long were they on the roof for like it can't, it can't have been that long. His potatoes only, only go for like half an hour, don't they? Oh, well, yeah, but it just seems that 
the tur- so the turkey wouldn't be burnt. Then. I think, yeah, I think the bigger question is how long were they in the corridor for? Like, well, yeah, that's what that's kind of what I meant. How long were they out for? I mean, it was a while, but still, even if it's an hour, it's not burnt. No, it's dry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so Ross comes in blissfully unaware of anything that's going on around him because it was a great moment with his kid. Yeah. Uh, Rachel phones the airline and finds out that I've written everything is okay. That's not true. And finds out that her flight has taken off. Yeah. And she's angry. And I'm like, what were you expecting? Flights leave at the time that you yep. booked them. The fact that you can phone and check is really kind of irrelevant. <laughs> Even if it was like, yeah, it's not even for 45 minutes. You're still not making it there and no. through. But she kind of like, she's got to be the call that like starts the, the fight. It's it's the yeah. match that causes the fire. Yeah. Because Joey tells Rachel, chill out. This was no one's first choice. Monica's offended and has every right to be so. Yeah. She's put herself out all day, even to make sure that she doesn't want to make potatoes that are tots or with peas and onions no. or even with lumps. She just wanted to make dinner for everybody. And yet everybody's asking her for more and more and more and more. And she has this very legitimate breakdown. And Chandler says, now this feels like Thanksgiving. I'm okay with that line because we heard yeah. about his previous example. And uh, we go there, but later that night, we have a shot, and the, the it's of Chandler with the typical knife and the fork for carving a turkey, and he says, yeah. shall I carve? And we pan down, and rather than that typical sort of, um, oh, what's the name of the artist who did all the shots of uh, Andy Warhol, mm-hmm. of like the, the, the dad like carving the turkey, it's Chandler and grilled cheese. <laughs> and he asks about white meat, uh, white cheese or dark cheese, and Ross doesn't want to know what the dark cheese is about. We missed the ugly naked guy bit. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. I've totally skipped this. Before that, yeah, they're, they're, they're all beefing. They're, they're all beefing, beefing still. Brings them back and together. they're sitting around, and they're all sol- solitary. And then Phoebe notices Ugly Naked Guy's taking his turkey out of the oven, and he's not alone. He's with Ugly Naked Gal. They have Ugly Naked Dancing, and it's a bonding moment. And they say, oh, it's nice that he has someone. And they all look at the person next to them. And we have Monica Chandler pairing as they stare at each other. Yep. Sort of a little, a little – they have no idea at this point they're doing this. But – it's nice to look back and go, ah, there it is. Yeah. It's the first hint. As if the characters do really exist. They're not creations of yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then we go to the story, the, 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 the later still. And Chandler just says, I'm thankful that all your Thanksgiving sucked. Um, it's weird. We saw Chandler cut all the sandwiches in half, but yet Monica has a sandwich that's not cut. Well, we, we saw him like stab at the first layer of a sandwich. <laughs> I'm not point, sure he definitely did cut it. At which half. point then they say, well, let's pull it apart like, like a wishbone. Yeah. Which Phoebe recommends, which would suggest some sort of familiarity with eating meat at the very least. Well, no, it just suggests a familiarity of being at Thanksgiving. But they go ahead and they pull it. I, I would have loved it if like the cheese exploded out and burnt their hands and all sorts of stuff. Why it, are you it, being so sadistic? Because, because it, it falls apart like you'd pre-cut it. And no, so, it doesn't. Well, Joey gets a bigger half, yeah, but it's his not... Hand, his hand is over it. Yeah. Anyway, he said, what do you wish for? And he goes, the bigger half, which is <laughs> kind of a funny Joey likes his food thing. And Chandler says he's thankful all their Thanksgiving sucked. And uh, they wish as a group a lousy Christmas and a crappy New Year. Yep. And then Joey, the coda is Joey back with his poster in the subway, and he tries to rip off the bottom of it. I didn't catch the middle one, but the first, uh, the, the first and the third and the fourth I caught. The first one goes from VD to bladder control problems. Yep. The third one says something about hemorrhoids affecting you. Yep. And the fourth one then says winner of three Tony Awards. And, and <laughs> Joey decides he's okay with that one and walks away. Yep. That one poster has been fixed. <laughs> and I'm telling you, when they did the montage earlier, there is no other poster about any other person in all of New York. No. It is just, just Mario and his VD. Yeah. All right. You're holding your phone like you have something to say. 
I was just looking for some of the facts and stuff, see if there's anything that was that we have not said about. Um, one of the biggest ones is that the uh, underdog balloon um, had not actually been used in a Thanksgiving Day parade since 1984. So it was so 10, that, that it was footage we saw. Because they do show us a shot yeah, of the yeah. balloon. That's old stock footage, 10 years old. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go to the water cooler. The water cooler. This is what we uh, might call some other things in some other places, but here's the water cooler. So we go ahead and we go, well, what's changed as a result of this episode? How are our characters different? Uh, I mean, we get to actually make proper Carol now. I mean, it doesn't affect the main okay, six massively, no. but that's... And we get an idea of their dynamic of the three of them together, yeah. which will be a big deal in the rest of season one. So Ross has got these parallel stories going on, actually. Yeah, yeah. And it's a nice way for us to... Actually, it's really good, because I don't think we had anything, so good job there. Um, the idea that Ross gets dropped in on his baby storyline, which yeah. is... So he's, we got two things. So the Rachel stuff took a bit of a backseat this week. Yeah. We had that last week. It wasn't really with, any, no. With him, you know, in the uh, grave. Yeah. And doing the the, the painkiller thing. So this week was about was about uh, Carol and the baby. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Outside of that, uh, we get some character building long term. We get Chandler as a version of Thanksgiving, which will yeah. pay off for a bit. Uh, we get Monica kind of being the mom of the group. Yep. And we uh, and so those are big things. I mean, a nice moment. I don't know if it's how it's, how are they different. We get this idea that your friends or your family. Yeah. When they take care of Rachel and then they all come together for their Thanksgiving. Like this is, this is, yeah. I, I, I postured in class and I don't think it's anything unique this week. Um, but the, the friend in your twenties, your friends are the family you choose. Mm-hmm. And that probably as you get towards your thirties, you're more likely to become domesticated and get into long term relationships and partnerships and have children and da, 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 da. Yeah. But in your twenties, your friends become this thing mm-hmm. until it becomes your personal family and then maybe you link back towards big 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 family big units. family yeah. stuff but in, the, in your 20s it's more of this side of it so that's quite nice mm-hmm. um so on that note i think that's about it as far as what's changed yeah there's also not i've not really got anything else on here the only other thing is, is uh unofficially this one's known as the one with the thanksgiving lockout but that's a bit i prefer underdog gets away but, we'll, yeah. we, but we have a section on that so we'll talk about that yeah. in a minute whose story is this week uh ross it's a ross story yeah ross story second place maybe it's a monica story it's yeah. more it's more of a monica character building thing it's not yeah, really a story yeah, no. no it's a ross story yeah but who wins the episode who's your favorite friend this week mm, who is my favorite probably i don't know probably probably chandler because he's oh. he gets a few moments with the not wanting to do thanksgiving it's not a really moment-heavy bit, is it, really? No, my short list, I mean... It's probably six long. <laughs> no. Um, jo- Joey's... In the, again, Joey's in the running in season one, which I don't remember liking it this much, or liking Joey this much. I'm going to go Chandler because he's the weird one. What do you mean you don't like Thanksgiving? Yeah. How do you not like Thanksgiving? And then they all have to do his side of it, and it's and it's quite fun. And it's not even about the meal now. It's just about being together. Yeah. And I think Chandler has... Has some nice moments. I, I mean, I do think they burn it. Bah, burn. <laughs> you, you know who's neglected? Oh, here's who, who's the neglected friend this week. Phoebe's there's always like, neglected. There's like no Phoebe in this episode. No. Like none. No. Even the reason she's there. They couldn't bother to write a proper story. She's the only one who doesn't have an arc. Yeah. She's the only one who doesn't have an arc this week. She's the most neglected friend all round in the entire series. Did you know that apparently they were, gonna, they were asking for a lot of money? I forget what season it was. Or I want to say about mm-hmm. season five. And they went ahead and they were playing hardball. 
Yeah. And they said, great, can we show you the, the uh, promo photo for next year's version of Friends? Mm-hmm. And it was the five of them, not the six <gasps> of them. Matt LeBlanc was not in the in the photos. Wow. So they said you can have your money, but five of you are coming back. So they settled for the for the, for the old money and six that's of them come back. Cruel. Well, no, because at some point you have to go look. You know, we can't just give you unlimited money though. So okay, wait. You've asked for money you want. If it's that or or, or you walk, fine. We'll give it to you. Yeah, but to like but show them this. a photo and not include someone. Show business. That's... I mean, there has to be a point where you go look. You, we can't pay you guys. There is a limit, right? Okay, of course yeah. there is, but it doesn't mean it. you just go, no, you can't have this much, we axe the show, not, no, you can have it, but we take one of you out. Well, the thing is, and we talked about this very earlier, when when Schwimmer first decides we should negotiate as a group, mm-hmm. that gave them incredible bargaining power. Yeah. But then the problem becomes, then okay, fine, if you're going to do it as a group, then what's the the only way we, we, we can hurt you? Is take one of you out. We drop the group and we, we write the scripts. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. Joey dies. <laughs> what in, the, in some alternate universe, I want to see the episode where Joey, whatever happens, he yeah. moves away, he gets VD. <laughs> oh, whatever it is. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with Chandler. You went with Chandler, yeah? yeah. Favorite joke? Favorite moment? Um, the, uh, they don't let you do it unless you've had them a course. Oh, you have to take a course or they don't let, let you, you do, do it. it. Brilliant joke. I'm going to go with that on my short list. Yeah, I'm also going to go with certain acoustic advantages as a short list. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to go with my joke being potatoes are ruined, potatoes are ruined, potatoes, potatoes are, are ruined. ruined. Yeah. Because it's got a musicality to it, and I think it's something that's probably said as I've been like making food. <laughs> but no, I think... I really like Susan's joke there. I think yeah. it's I think it's funny. Uh, costume department, anything jump out of you? No, other than Ross wearing a waistcoat at the beginning, which is weird. That was weird. Uh, if I could steal something, I would steal Ma- Ma- Matthew Perry's co- costume in season one is like what Charlie Sheen uses for Two and a Half Men years later. It's really weird. I really like Phoebe's hair in this, actually. Phoebe's hair is great. It's a good hair yeah, episode good, for lots of people. We've talked about Joey. We've yeah. talked about Susan. We've talked about Phoebe. I'm going to go with, uh, again, I want Joey's sweater. <laughs> I do like Joey's sweater and his long coat. Yeah. Oh, he's got a great thing with the long sweater and the long coat. He just looks good. Yeah. Um, guest star of the episode. There's two. Susan or Carol, isn't it? Oh, Susan, Carol, or Terry? Max. Terry. Sorry, his real name is Max. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Susan. Susan, yeah. <laughs> you have to take a course. That's really funny. That's really funny. Also, the idea of it, like Carol's the buffer between them, right? Yeah. So when it's just the two of them, like the friction you feel is awkward, isn't it? It's yeah. good, but she doesn't back. She doesn't back down. But she, equally, she invites him into the house and said, "This, let's look for it." They're not. You go because he for would it. rather she a world him. where he never has to engage with her. No, but she yeah. is actively encouraging him to come into the house and yeah. look for whatever it is he needs and helping him. I'll do say that. this. I'm trying to remember. She might be the first on-screen gay character I ever saw. Potentially. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Definitely recurring. Mm-hmm. I would think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm tr- Yeah. Nothing else that I can remember would have, would have had. No. Yeah. So it felt like an outlandish sitcom-y send-up. His wife left him for, for another woman. Tee-hee-hee. Yeah. There's your, there's your sitcom-y setup. You know, only slightly less crazy than he got a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wild um so yeah i will go with you as well i'm gonna say susan bunch for me yep. as well i'm just gonna write that down so i can write it down later so i can keep a list <laughs> i love me a spreadsheet um <laughs> i'm really enjoying the idea of writing this making a spreadsheet up for you this. Just love spreadsheets, yeah. Yeah. Uh, things that fell flat uh chandler's man slash woman joke yeah um i i, I don't know 
I think it was about it, though. If someone came in, I'm, I, I, someone I'm trying to think of a, a friend I have who who might not wear makeup. Mm-hmm. But if someone came in and they wore and they were wearing makeup, do I think I'd rag on them? <sighs> I might, would. I might ask I, why. But I not. would, but I wouldn't question his gender. Yeah. Or sexuality. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a way that I could rag on them without doing that thing, but I just felt like a change today, did we? <laughs> <laughs> something's something's different <laughs> it just it's, it, I mean, that's, maybe that's a bit of a generational thing it wouldn't bother me in the slightest I wish it would bother me but I would feel like we should probably should we talk about this we should talk about this <laughs> just because not even expl- it's not like explain yourself but it's like it's like if you if you give me a shaved head I'd go why something you yeah, want to talk about that's much more permanent than a bit of makeup on though isn't it is it it takes a lot longer to grow back okay, hair. Okay, okay. If you dyed your hair white, it takes a lot longer to dye. Well, to, you can dye hair back. Yeah. I mean, if someone came in and 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 they wore a shirt you weren't expecting them to wear because it wasn't a usual fashion, you might even question that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like, so same same like that. It's not anything like oppressive. No. No. I've had friends of mine show up who who might be inclined to do that sort of thing. I just kind of in we go. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> Um, things that show this is the 90s. Carol has a phone attached to her wall. Yes. A wall phone. Yep. So not even a cordless. Oh, you know what else shows? When he, when Ross right at the beginning says, I'm going to go call mum, he runs off to the pay phone. To the pay phone at the back of Central Park. Yep. Uh, So here's the thing. And how would, I've seen this every day. How would this be different? How would the plot be different today? Uh, Ross would know that Susan wasn't home. Carol wasn't home. Yeah. Because they'd have some sort of group chat. Yeah. Um, they would. Rachel wouldn't have to call to know she missed a flight, but equally she'd have her tickets on her phone, so she would be able to. She might be okay. She just have to rent. Uh, she might not have her. Pa- you don't need a passport to get on the plane if it's a domestic flight. Yeah, so maybe it would just be that. She'd be able to still get on. She'd flight. be able to still yeah. get on the flight. Um, I know that because look, look, watch this. Watch this. this got, is, your, is, your, is, your, is your ticket on your, on your phone? This is fun. Look at this. Hey. There you are. <laughs> L- LGW to Charles de Gaulle. Yeah. There you are. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that would be different ever so slightly. Uh, of course, Ross would know what his family was going to. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. That's about yeah. it. There'd probably be an app on the phone they'd look at saying, like, you know, if they. A lot of fact checking could happen as well. Like, yeah. what's the best place to. That's why I think it's a simpler time. Yeah, because I think the story well, can't. This got me as well that he wouldn't. He the fact that he didn't necessarily believe that the baby could hear yep, because you that's, that. that's just known fact now that from about twenty five weeks a baby can hear what you ev- like, almost everything like it's muffled but like yeah so it kind of made me go. I, I tried googling it when it was like discovered or like scientifically approved that yes babies can hear but I couldn't find anything on it. Um, better name for the episode. Uh, the one with the VD. The one with three kinds of potatoes. The one with Mario. The one with the baby talk. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the one where Chandler hates Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah, so. Not bad. The one with lumps, tots, and onions and peas. <laughs> Bit, a bit wordy. A bit wordy. Yeah. Uh, Probably not more wordy than the one where Chandler hates Thanksgiving. It just isn't as... No, it's not. 
the one where three words. Chandler, yeah. how you Thanksgiving? Six words. Yeah, well, okay, the one with the tots, the lumps, and the onions and peas. Twelve words. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's about it, I guess. Um, Pitch an alternate that we just did that. The critics, not how many critics this week. No. Uh, rating, IMDb calls this an 8.1. Yeah. It's a pretty good rating. Yep. Uh, 23.1 million viewers watched this, almost a series high. It still falls short of the record so far, which came from the last episode we did. Yeah. The one with the blackout. Blackout. Yeah. It's the blackout and the lockout. Yeah. Good thing this didn't happen at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. The blackout one is obviously because of the three other episodes, two other episodes that would do the same storyline. They would have pushed it quite hard. I the synergy there, yeah. Yep. Mad About You. Uh, Mad About You starred the uh, Paul Reiser, who plays the dad on Whiplash. Oh, okay. The one who goes to his son's to the movies yeah. and puts raisinets in his popcorn. Yep. yep. So that was Paul Reiser. And Helen Hunt, who was in Twister. I don't know if you remember Twister when we did do that. Do you remember Twister? There we are. So uh, now all that's left to do is for us to give our ratings. Our ratings. Where are you feeling on this one? The one where Underdog gets away. Uh, I think it was kind of, it was a bit middle of the roadie. It wasn't. Okay. Does this be my least favorite one so far? I don't really know. Really? Okay. It's just not much happened. And I know not much happens with the blackout, but I think there's novelty because of the blackout. Whereas this just felt a bit, it was very character buildy and not much story stuff and i guess the biggest story stuff or the biggest disappointment for a character was rachel didn't get to go skiing and i really don't care about rachel not going skiing so yep uh, i agree uh murmur seven you're curious that your lowest one or not i don't um, know i think so i'm going my highest one yet oh. i'm going eight so i'm pretty much right with the imdb people i, I like a thanksgiving episode i think I it's do. fun i like the thanks it just wasn't I like Chandler's backstory. I think that was a fun element to it. Uh, I like the idea that if you're, I like the idea of it. This one felt, this one felt maybe the least sitcom-y in the sense you didn't have as one. I mean, yeah, there's the they get locked out of the apartment. Oh wow, okay, yeah. there's that. But, but at the end of the day, it was about like we said, the, your, your friends, the family you choose, yeah. and it's sort of this represents that transition that yeah. takes place. Now they'll pay off at years down the line, like you know, but you don't get to the one where Brad Pitt shows up if you don't get to this yeah. one first. Oh, yeah, no, I, I don't dislike it. I still got it seven. Yeah. I just have some of those typical James Burroughs touches where something starts early and you pay off yeah. it much, much later. And so there is that. So um, put it in machine. I don't think it's our highest one combined yet. What I want to do, what I want to do, and I'm going to put this forward and hopefully the, the Patreon backers will hear this and I'll, I'll jump in if we have anybody who chimes in between now and then. I've put sheets up for every episode we're going to do in season one. Okay. And what I'm going to do is uh, forget a fifth chair challenge. I got a third chair. <laughs> so we're, we're we're one third of the vote each. And yeah. the Patreon backers, everybody who jumps in, they can have that third spot. Now, they can only vote in, in whole numbers. I imagine similar to what you do on, on the yeah, BFE yeah. polls. But no, that'll be, they can have that level of power to be almost like a, th- you know, a third waiting there. So I think Dwayne said he was going to write in. Dwayne wrote in on the last episode. I managed to edit his his thoughts in and put it out there. But it was before I had numbers and a form set up. So if he adds, I will add his to episode two. Yeah. But anybody else, if you're a member of, you're one of our friends of the podcast, uh, podcast, podcast (laughs) (laughs) patreon.com slash BFE. And take a look at the samples there. But for those three pounds a month, you can get your voice in on this and weigh in as George and I go wading our way through the highlights of, of the friends. Yeah. Um, go ahead and check that out and add to it before we spike another yawn. 
we should yeah. soon make ourselves be gone. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but I do want to talk about what we're doing next time now. Okay. We're not skipping anything. We're going right to the next episode. Okay. We've spent a lot of time talking about it this time, but we're going to go ahead and uh, do it. The Beatles once wrote a song that said, everybody's got something to hide except for me and my monkey. Hey, we're doing monkey. i believe it's called the one with the monkey yeah or the one where ross gets a monkey i think it's the one with the monkey so it's season one episode 10 it's the christmas episode as well i think would make sense so well, americans don't always sometimes they would skip yeah, it yeah. yeah i believe it's the christmas episode but it's the very next episode they will do so marcel. there we go marcel the monkey for all of about a year he'll be around <laughs> a little bit over a year but it starts next week's so the one with the monkey so outside of that please catch everything else we got coming up on the bfe i'd say we got going up but then georgia would get spoiled for her and i don't want to have that happen so uh yeah check out everything we got going on here at the bfe uh if you're a member of our patreon check out the uh twitter page and the patreon page it will have the list of friends episodes we're doing actually you'll have access to every friends episode we're doing for the next 80 something weeks that we're doing this in <laughs> all 80 something episodes will be up there but we'll have the we've got the forms there for season one mm-hmm. so go ahead and check that out outside of that we will catch you once we break this do- door down and manage to uh <laughs> to check on our potatoes <laughs> <laughs> so for best film ever and i've been georgia and until next time we are on a break we'll catch you on the flippity flop the flippity flop